social sexual's got the entertainment, it's got the youthfulness, and then social self-pres is like, you know, what are we doing for social order? Yeah, like, I only want people that I can, like, bear my soul to, that I can, like, yes. cry to, that will hold all the precious parts of me. And if it's not that, I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> it's like, I offered you a drug and we had something together, right? Like, David, you said, like, the inebriated version of you. Um, mm -hmm. I don't understand what you're doing over there in that dirt hole, but, like, I'm up here, <laughs> you know? <laughs> The Big Hormone Enneagram. Hi, I'm John Lukovich, uh, sexual self-president with Bioling 458 Trifix. Hi, I'm David Gray, self-pres sexual 9 with 1974 Trifix. What up, it's Emika, I'm an 8-wing 7, sexual self-pres with 854 fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy, I am a self-pres social 3-wing 4 with a 369 Trifix. If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, and if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review. We are recording from our usual recording space, the same bed we're all sharing, and we are back with the Bava Chakra journey of the instinctual <coughs> stackings. And uh, I want to plug, once again, David's Trifix book, uh, booklet guide that he made that I did the intro for, and then Emika and I are going to be both featured on the Enneagram Global Summit doing different oh, yeah, that's right. things, and so in a future episode, we'll have the links for you to follow to sign up, and then if you sign up through our links, we might get a meager sum of money, so please do that when we, when we have those available for you. That'll be in December, I think. Those are airing in December. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Late November to or early okay. December. Look for the Trifix booklet on Enneagrammer.com on the products page. If you don't know the Bhava Chakra, go back to a couple episodes ago when we did the self-pres stackings, did the sexual stackings, and now we're with the repugnant social stackings. And we've brought <laughs> on special guests, Alexandra and Joseph. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Repugnant, you say? What? Yeah. Yeah. Highly. <laughs> I'm okay with that. We saved the worst for last. I'm not okay with that. This is going to be a fun hour and a half. <laughs> Can we do, uh, have them, Alexander and Joseph, do their, what their types are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Introduce yourselves. Yeah, and Alexander, you should mention your angry Enneagram 9 thing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, Emika, do you have that recording that we did? Can you just do that? No, you have to talk. <laughs> you, have you have to talk to now. Come on, come on, nine. <laughs> that was a one-time deal, okay? Uh, oh, but it was so good. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Wait, what am I doing? Who are you? <laughs> What's your type? Name? Where are you? Your name, your type, and uh, where people can find you. All right. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Alexandra. I'm a social self-pres nine with a one wing, and I have six and three fixes. Um, in past episode, I referenced an Instagram page that I have. It's at Enneagram nine, angry Enneagram nine. Again, at angry Enneagram nine. And through that account, I've been offering astrology readings where I look at your chart 
and relate it to your type and give you a, a write-up. It's been going pretty well. We've all been learning a lot together. So check that out. And we also, Alexander and I are doing live streams there. Oh, yeah. All right, Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> oh, me? Okay. Hi, I'm Joseph. I'm a social sexual four-wing free with a six-wing seven and one-wing two fixes. Uh, Where you're the, find the you? master of anygrammar.com. <laughs> And you're uh, a dark, and arts the dark academy dark arts, arts instructor. Actually, a wizard from Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, if you haven't yet, you can check out the Dark Arts Academy videos on anygrammar.com, where we type celebrities once a week. Um, they are really engaging and fun. And I'm just, I can't. Like, I'm vomit is, like, in my throat. Is that good? <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. That's Perfect. Great. That's okay. enough. Uh, so yeah, keep that last bit in too. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Vomit is in my throat. You should just open it with just that soundbite. <laughs> All right. Well. So David generally sets up the his Bava chakra um, insights. Bullshit. Either yeah, the bullshit about either stacking, and then you know everybody jumps in to try to like make sense of what the difference is it's bullshit yeah but just, this is just okay. uh bullshit so i mean <laughs> yeah doesn't really we already established that yeah um <laughs> okay so in the bhava chakra of the six realms that correlate with the instinctual stackings the two that are the social dominance are uh the what's called the human realm and the other one is called uh, the Asuras or Titans, and that one's uh, social self-pres. The human realm is uh, social, correlates with social sexual. So why does that make sense that the human realm is the social sexual realm? So I actually took some notes and did some homework for the very first time. Wowee. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Almost 100 David. episodes in. <laughs> Um, yeah, it took me a hundred episodes. It took a no. year plus for him to do any work. Nine, just... Nines are kind of slow. You, know? you don't he say. He was just getting, was just getting the lay of the land. Yeah, he had to warm up. Yeah. For 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> 50 years. One scrap of homework. Just a few morsels. <laughs> um, oh, <my> <clears throat> okay, so social sexual and the human realm, why does that even make any sense at all? Um, so part of what I'm saying there is that like with social sexual, there's a certain emphasis on personality itself, and that comes up in the aesthetics of social sexuals and the general um sort of emphasis it's kind of the attraction of personality and that kind of thing um and it also the the self-preservation lastness piece of that is symbolized in kind of the ungroundedness let's say of the personality uh in the in the deeper self right so um let's see let's read some actual notes um also social sexual represents like the fecundity of the different personality types hmm. right so and that's kind of interesting so you know if you added up multiplied whatever the word is i don't know math um the different personality 
possibilities with the Enneagram with all the six stackings, you know, the nine types and then 18 subtypes if you do wings and then 27 trifixes, you've got, you know, whatever that is, 500 or 1,000 different uh, personality types, so to speak. So that's mm. kind of sexual here representing that fecundity of personality. And social is, I'm kind of using social as representing personality in the first place. Like part of, mm. uh, like John, your research, you were mortified to learn just how social human beings are. And they're... Yes. <laughs> yeah um and yeah and like there's there's only i think in that that guy eo wilson mm -hmm. the father of sociobiology called humans i think you said it in the book you social which is um eu social um which is there's only a few creatures on the planet that are as social as human beings are so because we're mm. just incredibly social creatures mm -hmm. and so also here around personality and social sexual and the human realm is um that we're all you know taken in by our own personality and other people's personality mm. so again i'm using mm -hmm. sexual as a metaphor for being taken um by personality and again being simultaneously quasi self-pres blind in the sense of not being grounded in the deeper uh self let's see how did i say it i found a good way to say it somewhere in my notes you're so cute when you try <laughs> first time david's been cute <laughs> uh, you don't talk to him on the phone as much as I do. <laughs> oh, David's a nine. Oh. He's always cute. Yeah, little baby oh. cheeks. I just want to pinch him. <laughs> um, For God's sake. <laughs> Joseph, please bring some negativity. Um, yeah, we're appreciating David's personality here. <laughs> um, so let's see. I'm just going to, I'm probably going to repeat, but we all get hijacked by the personality and don't see the underlying mechanism of it. Okay, so there's a quote um, about this human realm from some Buddhist texts, and um, it goes something like this. Da, 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 da. The human realm is marked by questioning and curiosity. It is also a realm of passion. So that brings in, uh, in Enneagram, uh, nomenclature, the passions, uh, human beings strive, consume, acquire, enjoy, explore. Here the Dharma is openly available, yet only a few seek it. And the Dharma is like the basic underlying principles in, in Buddhism of human existence and cosmic order, which could be seen by us as alluding to the Enneagram. Um, so Again, this is a way that the personality is taken, um, is overtakes us, and we don't see like its underlying structure. And again, that's a, a, a kind of pseudo self-pres because self-pres is structure. Mm. So again, I'm just trying to make sense of why this realm correlates with the human realm. And also, there's a thing with social sexual it shows up like we've talked about in the collages and the aesthetics where there's kind of 
<clears throat> like a glorification of the shine aspect of like royalty, mm. um, and that's a um, which represents a kind of peak or glorified personality to be a king or queen would be like peak personality space. So to be a human or in the human realm is to deify personality, which is what humans do uh, unconsciously. Mm. It's to put personality on a pedestal on a pedestal and be distracted from real grounding in the self due to the preeminence we give to our personality. Mm. So that's the basic reason why that one makes sense to me. And there's, there's more to it. There's more riffing that can be done, but that's the general reason why um, that makes sense to me for that one. And then the other realm is the social self pres. Um, one thing first before I say that is that in the Bhava Chakra, said it in one of the other episodes, there's there are three stackings that are kind of in what you'd call the nether world. They're in the lower three segments of this six-segmented uh, ring. And then uh, the two social stackings are on the right and left. Uh, in the upper part, and that relates into my conception of the um, elements related to the instincts, wherein mm. air is the social uh, element, and air gets you into sky, which gets you into sun and sunlight. So it makes sense that the two social stackings are above ground and not in the nether world mm -hmm. um so that's kind of interesting and then so like social self-pres is usually on the right hand side and then on to its opposite on the other side is social sexual and there's to me a symbolism there the classical um sort of uh symbolism of the left side being feminine and the right being masculine uh mm. in in that um, social sexual, as I said, is sort of being taken by personality using the sexual metaphor. And social self-pres is, um, well, it's partly the superego, uh, maybe side of, mm -hmm. of personality where, um, you know, there's a, 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 also a going to battle kind of quality, like in the depictions of the Bhava Chakra, that realm, you always see archers and arrows and swords and, and things like that. So it represents that kind of um, battle for, you know, moral rightness. And it's got self-pres in there, in that stacking. So there's this firmness in being right and, and <laughs> firmness, firmness in ideas, you know, around morality and social conduct and you know, what is civilized and so on and so forth. And uh, it's also, you know, the realm of ideology, social self-pres is. And like we say, you know, the old saying, something like, don't bring up politics or religion at the dinner table. And that's because it's going to be what brings out the fighting in us. It's going to bring mm -hmm. out the sword. So again, like that right hand side is the masculine side. It's the right arm. It's the hand of the sword. So anyway, that's my that's the that's the quick overview there on the two social stackings in the Baba Chakra. That's great. That's great.
and I think, uh, you know, we didn't say it, but we said it in a previous recording, but that these represent hells or qualities of suffering. Like, even if they're not apparent hells, they're always that in the Baba Chakra that samsara manifests. And, right. you know, that these are ways we become poisoned, three poisons that represent the three instincts in the center of the symbol. Um, our particular flavor of poison that we are addicted to that we don't see as poison. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that social sexual is the realm of uh, being taken by personality. And one thing that I've noticed with people who are of that stacking is it's the awareness of personality as a an attraction tool, like mm-hmm. your your brand or what you represent. Right. You know, like we were talking last week with Beth was was sharing how um, the thing that separates separates sexual social from sexual self pres is the idea of personality as um, a way to attract and like your genre. And one thing I see with social sexual is that sort of social pop culture, um, attractive, cool persona that people develop, which is full of bling and, and, you know, like hanging with the cool crowd and parties. It's really frivolous and um, which just get, gets at that. It's not going anywhere. It's just, fun cool kind of explosion of that's attractive but like doesn't necessarily TV have any yeah reality tv show doesn't really have a purpose beyond the fact that it's interesting and conversely to social self-pres it's like what you're saying is it's not building civilization mm-hmm. just a good time for this weekend yeah all right yeah that's we're it done. i guess Thanks, yeah we're done <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Do our yeah, social types have anything to say? Well, there's, there was a lot. David's, like, spirited introduction gave a lot of information. I don't I don't know what to say. I have some thoughts. There are some things that were popping up in my head. Um, yeah, let's hear them. Yeah. I mean, um, you mentioned some... I mean, this is just random riffing. I don't know if... Like, I, I don't know where you guys want to go riff. with... Okay. That's all we do is riff here. We don't have a direction. Okay. that's great that's stressful okay. um no well you were saying some stuff about um the ungroundedness of and i can't really speak to sexual social but the ungroundedness of of social sexual one of the things that yeah like the party thing one of the things i've had to come to terms with that is that that like i'm sort of always it, it this stacking feels like okay, mom and dad are out. So like, we can have a party for this long. And like, we have to make sure like, it's just like, you know, what are we going to do? Like, you know what I mean? Nobody's watching. Like, there's no such thing as responsibility. And then mom and dad eventually kind of come home and you're like, oh, I don't have any money or like I hurt myself or, you know, I'm starving or what, or I did. It's not even starving. Like I didn't, I'm, I'm hungry. And I, and I had absolutely no, like every time I'm didn't hungry, defrost I'm like, oh, the chicken. I didn't defrost the chicken. I've never defrosted chicken. And when I do defrost <laughs> it, it sits in the fridge for three days. And then I throw in the fucking garbage. <laughs> so it's like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't spend any time thinking about like resources at all. And so now the party's over and I'm just like, Oh God, like when can I get back to the way I used to live? Which is like, you know, mom and dad were out. Um, it, it, it does sort of feel like that. And I'm not, I'm not a seven. So it's, it's it, even as like a negative type, it does feel like, yeah, life is supposed to be a party that those, those, that mm-hmm. kind of self-pres grounding, that sense of responsibility. Another thing I was going to say, again, just sort of random riffing is I thought of this is sort of basic, but 
I, when I realized I was social sexual years ago, I remember thinking, um, and I thought about this during the pandemic too, um, those two instincts are sort of very directly involved with like other people in some mm-hmm. way. Um, they're very much, and you, you need, you need people, um, in order to kind of do your thing. And there's something about self-pres that's like, I don't actually need a, like people who are self-pressed on, I sort of get the sense from them that they're like, you know what, if everybody disappeared, I'd be okay. It's almost <laughs> like they're preparing for that. Like I'm, it's fine. Like I have, I have my canned foods and my boat and like, I'd live like, it's, it's fine. Whereas I'm like, if people disappear, I, I'm nothing. I'm like a, like a, like a, like a, a wire that's just like been snipped and the signal's still sparking out of it. And there's no, nothing for it to do. Um, that, I, that again reiterates the human realm yes exactly yeah so that's right i often spend my time thinking that if everybody disappeared how fine would i be right it's sort of a self-pressed thing to be like like it's a, it's a sense of like how fit am i to withstand anything whatever it may be whereas i'm like i don't care or like, I, I don't know, I'm not really thinking, I don't ever think about what would, like, so in the pandemic, when I was like, I actually need to just sit in this house alone, and I need to cook for myself, and whatever, it was absolute shock, and it was just like, oh my god, when's this party going to start again, do you know what I mean? Like, all I'm doing is thinking about self-pres, I'm thinking about disease, and <laughs> and all I have time to do is like, it's not even like I can be like, oh, whatever. Like, I'll just like go out for dinner. Who cares? I can't even fucking go out for dinner. I, 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 all I can do is sit here and think about like recipes and cooking. And I just like <laughs> wanted to slit my throat and let myself bleed out on the floor. And like, that's how I was going to survive. You should keep that in. <laughs> of course it's going to yeah. be kept in. All of that is going to be in. <laughs> I don't know how I got all you guys. in. Sorry. It doesn't hit my back walls and let it all in. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, Alexander, what is what are your thoughts? <laughs> there are obvious differences between social sexual and social self-pres. Like I feel like as a social self-pres type, I am more, especially compared to social sexual, I feel much more um uptight and I feel much more like pleasure is not a focus on my social navigations. Not at least for the beginning. Like it's, it's going at it with this, with this sort of like air of seriousness and area air of like, are you with it or are you not? Because if you're not get out of my way, I don't care how fun you are. You need to be with it or not. And then, and then once we're with it, then you can, then we can like enjoy each other. With, With what? With like, I guess I was writing some of the things down that David said, okay, super ego personality, super relate to that. There is, like I said, there is a sense of like responsibility sometimes that I feel that makes me very uptight in social spaces um, because, I don't know, it is a little difficult for me to just like let loose. I can do it, but I, when I'm like meeting new people, there is a certain level of, of like sizing a person's level of seriousness up. Mm. And then if I don't feel that, there's almost like, I don't care, I don't really care how good a time I'm going to have with you. If I don't feel that you're serious, I'm just kind of not interested. And, and when you say serious, you mean like on serious about certain um, matters that are important, like either on some like for give us some examples for yourself and how you judge people in terms of their seriousness. Like if I think a person is just <laughs> this is all gonna sound so judgy. Um, if how I did you a- how did you judge us? How did you judge us in this group? In terms of our yeah, how did you judge us? I love judgment. Let's talk about judging people. 
Um, okay, so a lot of it is like, what do you have to contribute? Like, what are you here? What are you here doing? Like, are you like with you guys, you provide a lot of insight and, you know, you provide a lot of, um, you're contributing in a way that is making things better. That is like improving something. Mm. Like if it was just all like frivolity and, and, you know, fun and cocktail parties and stuff like that, I would be less, how do I say it? I wouldn't be be interested at all. Interested. self press is has a weight to it that's serious like what are we actually establishing yeah it mm-hmm. is like like what is the direction forward if it's just like for now and then nothing and there's nothing to like there's no like legacy almost that's a powerful word mm-hmm. but like if there's no mm-hmm. legacy behind it then i'm i'm almost like this is dumb i'm mm-hmm. i'm have stuff to do <laughs> what stuff yeah, Joseph, I'm, what the fuck do you think about legacy? I don't do those words. Like, I don't, I don't know what that means. Um, no, and I, I'm not even trying to be, like, whatever. I, I don't, I don't, it's an interesting, I was listening and I'm thinking and I, I don't. And I have a lot of super ego in my typing, too. So it's not, it's not the lack of super ego. Yeah. Um, I don't think about that. The first thing I think about when I meet a person is, are they fun? Are you interesting? Nope, bye. Like, it's so, it's so fast, like. The person mm-hmm. bores me within, you know, 30 seconds and I'm like, oh, nope. Like, you know, and it's not that I don't, I'm not a shallow person. It's not that, I mean, I, I agree with Alexander in the sense that it's like, yeah, sure. I, I want, I don't want this to be meaningless. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't actually like partying. Like I don't, I don't go to parties, right, like, right. but it's, it's still just like, are you immediately hooking my interest? And am I feeling the, the hook of me on you too? Are we immediately mm. like, you know, I, I use that metaphor of throwing the ball back and forth, but it's like, ooh, I'm playing a game, right, let's right. go, let's go. And if that's not happening, I'm just like, no, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're not entertaining me. So why are we talking like this? And, and it's like, if there's something we're supposed to be doing, something serious, like you were like, I have things to do. I'm just like, I, I want to take those things and just throw them off the table onto the ground. Like, I don't, I don't care, you know, mm-hmm. it's very, um, and this may just be my kind of like, for I'm not part of anything bullshit too, but um, I think it's partially the stacking because I I know that when I sit down with other social sexual people, and they could be like the quietest nine or the loudest seven or whatever, there's an instant like you're entertaining, I'm entertaining. Oh my god, we're best friends. It's almost I think of social sexual. I don't know if I said this on our episode, but it's almost stuck in adolescence. It's like a oh, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. like I I would meet somebody at work and I work in a very like stuffy super ego environment and I'll. I'll be like, oh, there's a social sexual seven in this class, like a staff member, or whatever. And it'll literally just be like, hey, and we'll start talking within two minutes. I'm like, okay, so I'll meet you upstairs for lunch. Let's eat lunch together. Are you going up for recess? Like, I'm, I'm going to go out with you. We're going to hold hands all day and walk around and be best friends. And from now on, when I'm in this building, you need to be beside me. Like, it's sort of like, you know, like kids are always like, am I going to get to sit beside my friend? Like, who am I sitting beside on the bus? It's stupid, but that that is sort of a social sexual, because what else is there? What else are we doing? Like the second that I hook up with a social sexual at work, I'm not working anymore. <laughs> and that recalls my other schema, the overlaps with, of course, social sexual is seven-ish and mm-hmm. social self-pres is one-ish. And mm-hmm. there it is right there. Yeah. It's got, you know, social sexual's got the entertainment. It's got the youthfulness, you know, that that whole kind of attitude and then social self-pres is like you know what are we doing for social order and structure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there is like a there is like a future focus versus a present po- focus 
that I feel right. like is is another part of the difference. Like with social sexuals, um, I I do feel like their priority is like, yeah, it's like right here. We're enjoying ourselves right here yes. and now. Da, 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 da. And that's yeah, not to yeah. say that I don't enjoy that or that I can't be present and stuff like that. But especially in meeting new people, I am like, even if we're having a bunch of fun, I'm looking at like, where is it going? What are we right, doing in the future? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like trying to secure social resources. Whereas I'm yeah. like, it's here right now, which is kind yeah. of more sexual. It's like, let's undress. Let's go. What are we right. going to do later? <laughs> it's happening now, right? Yeah. So wait, Joseph, you don't think, um, I guess you don't think in the future in terms of this person that you're having a good time with, you're not necessarily thinking that they have any personality traits that are going to be a problem down the line. Are you like assessing people in the beginning in terms of problematic traits? Oh, besides... absolutely. I mean, I hate 99% of people. And when I meet them, <laughs> I'm usually judging them and disgusted by them instantly. Um, but I think, I guess, I guess just what I'm saying um, is that more so in the moment when I, the first thing I think is, do I even, like, do I want to be talking to this person? Are they entertaining me? And then if they are, I can just, it's a sort of sexual thing. Like, I just slip into it. Like, you're lost now. Like, you're mm-hmm. in this, you're, you guys are talking. You're always, like, it's just, you're kind of in this person's orbit and you're just going. Um, not in the kind of loss, I don't know how to explain it. I don't want to make it sound nine-ish. Um, but yeah, like, it's like, that's the focus. It, but no, I'm always judging it if things come up in the moment that that make me think i don't know okay maybe i'm wrong but it sounded like alexander was talking more about like because when we talked this on our episode she was like talking about do i have social connection like almost like you know i was gonna say hoes in different area codes but that is social sexual <laughs> so not that but like am i se- <laughs> like am i securing people like like is this going to last or are we doing a right now thing or am i securing like am i stowing something away over there like you know putting canned goods in the cupboard and and it's and that feels good like social canned goods in the cupboard whereas i'm not really uh, i'm losing my train of thought well yeah i think i think what i'm trying to get at is that each each of the social stackings is discriminating early on Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. what happens with sexual second it seems like there has to be that hooking thing for you joseph and so yeah it can really from zero to the 60 real quick once yes. someone's made it through the initial filter you can be like oh we're super close now whereas that necessarily isn't happening with social self press that accelerator isn't ha- yes. of closeness isn't happening um but one thing i'm closeness yeah yeah one thing i'm curious because you guys both have friends who are of this opposite stacking like you mm-hmm. joseph you have a close friend who's social self press i believe right i do yeah and and uh, alexander you've got a friend who's social sexual mm-hmm. so like what what have you noticed in the way that you relate to people that have this opposite stacking um, that you like or you dislike? Oh, um, I mean, that's a super easy question for me. Social sexuals help me get, just get with it like pretty fast. And I guess I said that earlier, so I should clarify what I mean by get with it. They let, they help me loosen up immediately. Mm. There is this like disarming endearingness that I can just like, oh, okay, I can be here for right now. And then, and then once like we're done enjoying each other and I'm off by myself again, I can assess things then. Mm. (laughs) Um, Like for example, this friend that I had, we met at work or have, we met at work and we were just like work, work pals or just, you know, would laugh a lot, annoy, annoy other people, get in trouble together a lot because we were always talking. And then eventually it did become this sort of out of work relationship where I was able to see like, oh, this is a really long lasting, this does have like real staying power. 
this is like we are aligned in in like important places she does take things you know for the most part seriously um it was one of those yeah so i don't know if that answers the question i want to add like from knowing alexandra and a lot of my friends being so self-prez it's not just like like I, i i think somebody listening would get the sense of like it has to be contributing to the betterment of society for this to be important. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. And it, I don't expect, I mean, maybe some people, but I don't experience that like with Alexandra, like Alexandra is very playful and fun and stuff like this, but she's always got a sense of like, does this person like really like care about what's really important? Like what, where's yeah. do they have a sense of meaning? Mm-hmm. Like, do they, yeah, it, that is, it's, it's that like, is a good, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, you go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, it's like it's like is there is there a meaning here? Is there a way that they're like like yeah, they're having fun but they're like devoting themselves to something that uh isn't just frivolousness or isn't just pleasure mm-hmm. or isn't just superficiality. And so like I mean, uh I don't have like besides y'all on online. Like I these days I basically just hang out with Alexandra. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. <laughs> um but we both joke that we're like like even though we're kind of unconventional in our own ways like that we're super trad. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like we're both secretly super trad and uh i mean and we we love that uh mm-hmm. but it's that there's that sense self-prez sense of like something like lasting or real or meaningful or like mm. you know when shit gets really ugly and bad and right. um dark like what's gonna still stay there that's with the shine yeah. is all gone mm-hmm. yeah who's gonna really weather the storm with you mm-hmm and I'll say too to what I was going to what is going to add to that is yeah you're right I'm probably making myself sound really unapproachable and really um like I am just like like bitch facing in the corner which sometimes (laughs) is true but I do (laughs) I was gonna say (laughs) all the time (laughs) RBF but um being socially motivated I do get in there fast but I'm immediately, my motivation is to try to tease out the self-prez element, I guess, is like, I'm like in there talking to people, trying to like find where we connect, you know, quickly. And I think, and obviously a social sexual is going to be doing the same thing. So, 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 oh my gosh. So both social types might possibly have a similar approach and may look similar in their approach, but the underlying drive I think is different. Like Mm. social sexuals has the, is like looking for the juice and the sexual part of it. And I'm looking for the structure, you know, for the staying power for like, how long is this going to last? But in the meantime, still trying to make connections. Still still trying to see where it is. Still trying to like enjoy each other or whatever. Last night. Does that make uh, any sense? Yeah. Last night, uh, Alexander and I went to see Dune with Courtney. Mm. Uh, and fucking amazing, but that's like mm-hmm. so social self prize and like you know one of the things about like each planet or whatever and each each like house or kingdom or whatever is like they have all these like ceremonies, you know, like it's like this is very important and and you know like and so the emperor commands it kind of a thing, and it's that sense like I could see like one of the 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 sufferingness of that realm is being stuck in trying to make something important without any like the sexual flame. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause like in, in the Dune, in Dune, like there's all these like sort of ceremoniousness, you know, it's like, it's like, <laughs> this is very ceremonial and this is granted by this, but you can feel like kind of like, um, the pointlessness or 
yeah, without the without well, the a, dryness. Yeah. Yeah, it's very dry, right? Yeah, and just like the lack of, I mean, it's, I'm literally saying the same thing. I was going to say the lack of moisture, which is the same thing as dry. <laughs> but <laughs> that's a lack of juice. All I'm yeah, thinking about is the, the lack- dryness right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, really, really. Some serious like, chafing. Because like, I mean, without, it's not spoiling anything, but like the main character Paul is like goes to a desert planet out of this like social self-pres bullshit he's in. Right, duty. And yeah. And he's pulled <laughs> into the desert pursuing these dreams he's having of a woman mm. so it's about so vagina. dry place yeah <laughs> so it's dry about vagina. no it's like it's cool like they have these like the the desert people called the freeman have these like rituals like they greet each other by spitting because it's like i'm offering the sanctity of my body's moisture like because it's wow. there's so little here and mm. so Damn. it's very cool i didn't even catch that yeah that's good <laughs> so, <laughs> so joseph what's your yeah a couple hey. of thoughts um, hey. <laughs> I'm going to steer the conversation of penis. Is, no, I'm kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> so what you said about like, you know, you, Alexander, you're talking about your friend at work and we're laughing and getting in trouble. Totally. Again, plays into my like social sexual adolescence thing. I feel like when you, when you start talking to a social sexual, you're like, Oh my God, I'm in high school again. Like totally looking oh, at yes. us, and, you know, to talk about that feeling of like, Oh, we're just having fun. And like, nothing matters. Like, you know, as long mm-hmm. as the teacher doesn't see us, we don't have to think about any of that boring mm. stuff. Like it's, it's very, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then um, some other things that just, I was um, thinking about when you were talking, cause you were, you were talking about um, like, does this have staying power? And so to me, there's a big, I, I think I'm, I want these things to last too, but there's a difference between does this have staying power and a drug addiction? Like mm-hmm. I want this person again, right? It's essential. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I can I keep going? It's like, do I have drug dealers in different spots? Can I go back to that person when I need them? Okay, you're not available next. Who can I call? Like, you know what I mean? It's very like. So I'm no. still looking for making sure that I have those resources available. But yet, like as you said, it's the motivation. Hit. It's mm-hmm, a hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. the motivation is, and it's not. Again, it's not even. I I want depth too. But like, like, so I have a friend who's social self pres nine to six. Um, and she, to me, it's like having a friend with like, like one of the Greek gods who lives on Mount Olympus. I never know when she's <laughs> going to pick up. I never know. Like, you know what I mean? And when she's with me, she's completely with me and absorbed with me. But then it's just like, oh, my family's coming over. Like my cousins from Italy that I've never seen are coming over. So like, I have to be there. Like, do you know what I mean? There's, there's all mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. other kind of obligation, like all of my people, my, my canned goods, I have to go and attend to them. And I'm just like, yeah, but, but, but if you called me, I'd get a hit of that drug and you would too. Mm-hmm. So why aren't you doing that? Like, mm-hmm. don't I attract you? Like, there's a hurt. Cause you're like, didn't I make, didn't we have enough fun? Didn't I attract you enough? Mm-hmm. Didn't I give you enough juice or whatever, but you're choosing to go do your duty. And that sort of doesn't make sense to me. So that, that's what it feels like for me to have a social mm-hmm. self-pres friend so there's a kind of there's a kind of distance that comes mm-hmm. with social self-pres because mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's got that it's like it like john was saying it's ceremonial almost yeah. yeah yeah when i'm out drinking i turn a bit social and i find that a lot <laughs> sometimes i dip into just outside of self-pres <laughs> sometimes i am not a self-pres three it's it's very rare <laughs> um i dabble I dabble. Um, back in the days when bars were still open, I would almost every time I'd go out drinking, I would have like a social sexual try to like attach to me. 
Like it's a very common experience. It's always, it's usually women or gay men. Um, cause I don't talk to straight men. Um, and it's just the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's unnecessary mm-hmm. truly. Um, so they would try to attach to me and then I would enjoy them. They would enjoy me, but they would not understand that. Like, that is not my everyday. And, and I have, have to hurt. go home and be yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have and not hurt. text them. Yeah. Yep. No, I literally do not. Te- my best friend, my absolute best friend, I talk to her maybe three times a year. Oh, yeah, um, me too. Like, literally. So, you know, I've hurt so many people's feelings, and I've had so many friends be like, why don't you love me? And I'm like, I what? What is this? And so this <laughs> is explaining a lot, because I think they attach to me, and they don't realize what they're getting. Mm. And they yeah. attach they attach to the inebriated you, the drug in exactly. You know, you, yeah. Right? right. So it's got that sexual instinct high. Right. And I'm like, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, no, and this is I have many, many friends who are, let's say, self-social, right? Obviously. Um, but it's something that I've had to learn. Like, you know, yes, your friend at work likes to talk to you, who's a self-pres one wing nine, and you really like her. But, like, she has to go do her work now. Like, she has to mark tests or she has to do something. So when she, like, doesn't want to talk to you, it doesn't mean, like, yes, she's choosing some self-pres responsibility over the drug that you offered her. Um, but that's that's okay. Like, you should probably go do that, too. You know what I mean? And, but it's, like, I've, <laughs> I've, it's taken me, I'm in my 30s, and it's taken me so long to be, like, these people do love me and they do care about me, but to understand that this lack of, like the sexual instinct following social is kind of like and i've seen like you know my ex who was a very very mute social sexual nine but it was the same thing like i'm i'm pushy he's not but like he would literally just sit there and be like you know i one friend didn't text me back and i like wanted to hang out with her or like i'm you know nines just kind of sit there and wait for like life to show up for them and it didn't <laughs> yeah because all the friends were self press social nines um, so nobody would come and, and like, do you know what I mean? Like, and, and he, he'd just no. be like, but I, I, I did my hair cool and I wore a cool outfit Aww. and you, you don't want to see me again. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It would just, and so he would be so upset. I mean, there's a, like a nine problem there too, but it's the same kind of thing. It's like, I offered you a drug and we had something together, right? Like David, you said like the inebriated version of you. Um, mm-hmm. I don't understand what you're doing over there in that dirt hole, but like, I'm up here, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, I'm with a- your responsibilities <laughs> and yeah, like, just ignore and over here, just so confused <laughs> just, as to why everyone thing, is so mad at me. <laughs> because the drug, yeah, the, the drug thing, the thing about drugs is that they destroy you and they override all responsibility. If you have that hook, it's like it doesn't matter. Like, you know, it's part of being an adult, but like, really, like, if I'm at work and I'm like, okay, I, I had to mark tests today, I really should mark them today. But if there's a conversation that hooks me, I'm literally like, I'd rip the test up. I don't care. Like it's, I'll figure it out. Like it's, I don't, there'll be some boring time later that I'll do that. Not now. How do you function? <clears throat> yeah, it's hard. Um, okay. <laughs> partially, it's, no, it's hard. And, and partially, I mean, I, I have a, I have a competency type and a competency wing that probably kind of helps me. Oh, yeah, like, you know, I, I actually have pretty strict rules about how I want my life to be. So it's like, you know, I like things clean, so I'm going to clean because I, I, I want to. Um, 
but no, yeah, sometimes it's hard. It's, it's, I've, it's again, I'm in my thirties and now I'm like, okay, I, I can't sort of do that anymore. Like, um, and also the other thing is that like, again, 90% of the time there's no decent drug to distract me. So I end up doing shit because I'm like bored out of my, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, it's so rare, but if it happens, you know what I mean? I get a phone call or somebody wants to hang out. It's like, okay, drop it. I don't care. Like drop everything. You know, it doesn't matter if that's, I mean, I hate everybody, but if it's somebody I'm like, okay, I like that drug. I want that thing. I will just drop everything and go. So I have a question for both stacking representatives here. And, you know, I think that the social instinct really is seeking a kind of intimacy but they have different approaches to it and different metrics for it. And like, I have the experience of, you know, being with Alexandra and I've never been more intimate with a person in my whole life and like more heartfelt and more connected on that level. And even though as a social self-pres, she's got, you know, that social pres reputation being distant and aloof. And so like, you know, uh, I have plenty of social self-preses that I feel that way, that there's like almost like an impenetrable distance. And, um, uh, a loftiness, and also with social sexuals that I've had in my life, where I've can I can feel very replaceable with them. Um, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, and and so, yeah. <laughs> you know how like like, and I think that that is a thing. Like I'm not like not everybody is on the equal level, you know, from a social point of view. Like some people, you're really close people, and some people are more distant. But how do you guys uh, seek experience intimacy, and then how do you think you're stackings might facilitate or undermine that um or is that even something you want oh it's definitely something i want i was gonna say earlier that i think using staying power as like a self-pres thing was unfair because i do think like was both being social dominance that is obviously like the space that we hold sacred and the space that we're trying to maintain and keep and you know the space we always want to be in we want it secure um, and I think just the way that we're supporting or we're going about acquiring that and, and keeping that space is through the middle instinct. So there's the there's social sexual that's kind of sexualizing the social instinct and making it sparkly, making it juicy and infusing it with like these addictive qualities um, in order to keep the social connection going. And I think like as a as a self-pres middle. Um, myself, I'm trying to keep it, I'm trying to put it on this pedestal um, that is focused and that is like undistracted, me being sexual blind. It's like, no, all that, all that like fun shit <laughs> has to be put away. I need to present in a way that people know that if they come to me, they're going to be taken seriously and that I can be taken seriously. Anyway, so there was there was something I, I now I'm kind of riffing, but like there is staying power in all three instincts. And for example, in me being social dominant, I am always um, applying this to relationships. I'm always applying like, how do I make this last as long as possible? How do I how do I get this to like the quality of intimacy that I want it to be at that is like fulfilling? And then how do we keep it? And of course, like assuming that everybody also wants that. You need all three instincts to do that. There is staying power in the social instinct. There's staying power in the sexual instinct. And there's staying, staying power in um, the self-pres instinct. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a really good point to make because I see sometimes a lot of the ways that we manipulate the last or the blind spot instinct to see it as a threat 
and to see mm-hmm. that it's that that it doesn't have any sort of longevity or staying power and um you know the thing about sexual as a sexual type is that once you experience like a real strong chemistry with somebody or like some kind of polarity with them it feels like that's some, something that can go on forever like that dynamic mm-hmm. doesn't dissipate and so a lot of times i see you know some sexual blind to look at the sexual instinct as something that is risky because mm-hmm. uh it it seems like it's not something that has staying power but um all the instincts can be something you can build a foundation on mm-hmm. from the perspective mm-hmm. of the person who has that instinct as a dominant instinct it, it is everything yeah, yeah i agree i'm going to take this <laughs> this is kind of changing the subject but i'm going to go to the comparison that I see between the social or between the social types, um, the social dominance and social middles. Because like I have seen in conversation and chats and online and stuff like that about social middles thinking that they're social dominance because they're very playful in that area. Mm. And so like this is maybe maybe something that could be like a fun idea is having like dominant instincts shit on the middle instincts. Um, but I think like the difference is that I do see, or not the difference, I do see the obvious craving for social self-pres and social sexuals for the social instinct. Does that make any sense at all? Mm-hmm. I see, yeah, yeah. I see like the, the desire for it. And as opposed to the social middles, I kind of see them as like, like kind of what Nancy was saying um that when she drinks she gets a little social and so i think like as a social like if i was in that situation as a social dominant i would have taken nancy at that time to be like oh my god here it is this is going to be amazing whatever 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 Mm -hmm. and then when she flips back to self-pres i'm gonna be like oh my god but what the fuck i was just like i just got exactly the hit that i wanted and needed and like am desperate for and and now it's just gone so i do (laughs) I get from social or from social middles. Sometimes I can have this kind of like stop fucking around with my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Stop being so casual and just like nothing about it, you know, and I'm not talking specifically to you, Nancy, but I do. I I will not stand for you picking on Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right now. (laughs) That's sometimes what John's talking about. I think when he's, shitting on social sexual or sexual middles is because oh, yeah, sexual oh, totally. sexual is oh yeah is religion yeah and yeah so so if you're going to be frivolous with it you're you know that's How dare like you? Bl- blasphemous mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 that yeah. makes sense i've sometimes been not sometimes i'm often very jealous of specifically because i don't know too many sexual socials but specifically self-pressed socials at how easy they can have like exchange like three sentences and then they're like oh let's have them over for dinner and i'm like what are you doing you don't know that person yet you haven't Mm. connected and so there's this like anger and maybe jealousy i don't know something when i see that Mm. because it's like i know you don't have it yet and you don't even know you don't have it treat it fucking seriously it's that it's that thing Mm -hmm. of like this is how are you satisfied by that that's not it And yeah, I don't think, and I do think that social sexuals also maybe feel that way too. It's just, there's a, they have a different way of going about it that also is very playful, but it's still taken seriously to them, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is completely true. Yeah, I have a few, so a few thoughts on, on things that you said. Um, 
well, actually, I mean, going back to John, you said about like social sexuals making you feel expendable. So this is something like I actually like I'm very when I love people, I love them and they're in my life and I'm very mm-hmm. but I've told like, you know, I remember being in high school. And I tell my friend, okay, we're going to go see this movie together. And like the next day I saw it with someone else because she wasn't <laughs> available and someone else was like, Hey, you want to see this movie? And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, you know, so I just was like, okay, there's like, I'm whatever. Like I have another dealer, like get over it. You know what I mean? Um, but um, so, and, and also even just right now, like, you know, some, I've been going through a breakup recently, which is terrible and it wasn't my choice. And I've had to deal with the pain of losing somebody that I love, but it's about a month and a bit later. and. I don't want to say that I'm just like, okay, but I'm kind of just like, as long as I'm getting hits mm-hmm. elsewhere, I'm kind of okay. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of find what I need and, and, and I can get excited. Like part of sexual is that like, Ooh, like novelty, like, you know, somebody slipped a nip and I saw it and like, okay, that's, that's new. That's different. Let me walk towards that. So there's something about that too. Um, I was also uh, going to comment on, you were talking about it's true like social middles sometimes social middles make me feel the most like blue balls when it comes to mm-hmm. social um mm-hmm. i actually have a lot of social blind friends and i love them because it's like they have sexuals so they're doing the drug thing and they don't care like they'll be like yeah whatever you want to talk on the phone for eight hours like that's fine i don't i don't care they're just like it's it doesn't mean anything um and they and they don't put any pressure in the social realm but social middles it's like it's like, hello, like, yeah, exactly what you said. Like, how is this enough for you? Like, yes. we just did something, like, this just meant so much to me. You're just like, okay, I have to go do laundry. And I'm just like, I will <laughs> yeah. burn your fucking clothes. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, so that, that's, that social, mi- and I, I, again, I don't have any experience with sexual social, but I'm talking more about self social where, yeah, oh, it's sorry, like. Nancy. How it's okay. No, I mean, it's I have, true. Again, how many this is 100% accurate. Do I love? It is, yeah, like I, I love so many people who are self-press social, but it, it does, again, I, I have to make sure, like I have to be like, oh, right, there's that wall. Like my friend who I was talking about is social self-press, when we're together, there's no wall. Like it's like, I don't, mm, yes. you know what I mean? She, she gives me yes. so much of her attention and care, and it means so much to her. Um, she just has other obligations. But with, with self-press social, it's literally like, you're sitting right across from me, but like, you're not doing you're not fully giving yourself to me in some way do you know what I mean mm-hmm. yes God. Mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. I get really anxious around social dominance when they are like exist in a space near me <laughs> on a day in day out basis because I'm like I kn- I can feel you expecting things from me right now and I cannot give you that so I have to set very hard boundaries with my socials. And once I do, I'm fine. But I'm just like, mm-hmm. I need you to understand that this is not a daily thing. <laughs> yeah, there is something to that. I think, David, I remember you being a sexual middle, speaking to that a little bit. And then here, like you said something like, I hear John and Emika talk about their sexual domin- dominancy. And I'm just like, chill out, like, relax, guys. It's like, <laughs> yeah, let's, <laughs> let's have fun here. Fucking yeah, relax. yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's just like, I don't need to worry about that. If I want to make somebody juiced up on me, I can pull that out of my pocket like nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. <laughs> One thing I'm realizing that just listening to the last series of calls is just how similar um, the dominant instincts are, even with different secondaries Mm -hmm. like 
like when it really comes down to it, it is all about that dominant instinct. I mean, you, you have mm-hmm. secondary tools to meet those yes. needs, but like if you have self-press second, it's like you're using self-press tools to solidify the connection. And then, you know, with social sexual, they're using, you know, attraction tools to solidify the connection. But it's like when it comes down to it, um, I used to think, oh, maybe self-press sexual and sexual self-press are really similar. But it's like, nah, like that self-press first instinct is everything. It's just the sexual mm-hmm. second is that play zone where you try to make get those needs met. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like social self-press and social sexual are really similar when it comes down to it. It's just like the way you're going about it's different, but the needs, the core needs are the same at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's nice to, yeah, like I have a lot of, um, I have a lot of self-presexuals in my life. And there's something about that sexual middle that I find, I don't know, enjoyable. Like it's just so, it's like, oh, you understand that this is that fun place. Like we can have fun there and it's just, you know what I mean? I say even I, it's interesting because I said I feel almost a similar thing when I sit down with a self-pressed sexual. There's a guarded wall, so we're not doing that closeness intimacy, but that kind of there's still something. There's a bit of nudity, in, yeah. in, like in in a way. It's it's. I don't know if you feel this, Alexandra, but I actually feel well, maybe different stacking, but I feel more easily close to self-press sexual than I do to self-press social. Like with self-press social, it's just social nicety or something like where I'm like, you, my sacred thing is the thing that you don't give a shit about. And that bothers yes. me. Um, yes. You know, whereas with social yeah. last, it's like, they don't care at all. So that's almost kind of nice. Cause you're like, I'll do yes. social and you're just with me. And that's, there's something about it that I don't know. But when I sit down with self-press sexual, I feel more connected to them easily and well, there are definitely times where they're talking or I'm talking and they're not listening to me or looking at me. They don't even know where they are or whatever, like that there's a person <laughs> across from them, but they're still yes, engaging I relate. with me somehow, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I remember, um, David, I remember the first call I ever had just like one-on-one with you. I remember going into it. I was like, hmm, well, social blind. Is this going to be, what the fuck is this going to be like? And it was what, like three hours or something like that. It was just like the longest, easiest conversation that just like kept going. Um, and as opposed to, um, so my, before John and I got together, I was with a self-press social. And one of the issues that we kept running into was, uh, Joseph, you, you, you said blue, is that what you said? You said blue balls? Social blue balls. I did, yeah. Social blue balls, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I did. And that is, Trademark. that is like a thing of, of kind of how I felt because I would see how like easily satisfied he was with the social, with his like social uh-huh. instinct. And uh-huh. I was like, how are you, how is it not clear that we need to, we need more than this? <laughs> like, how is it not clear that this needs to be way deeper? Uh-huh than it is it was just kind of like oh cool like we you sat across from each other at a dinner table she must be fine no i'm not <laughs> fine i need way more than that anyway yeah so that's that's uh he went and got it <laughs> oh yes i sure did <laughs> much more than she bargained for <laughs> uh-huh. you know one thing i was thinking of because of uh the way the the different stackings are arranged on the baba chakra so the social stackings are up in the sky with sexual social and sexual self-pres has the two self-pres stackings flanking it. It feels like everyone at the top, like if you have a stacking that's in the sky, that there's something about pairing up with someone who is underground that could be um, a good polarity. 
Oh, totally. Yeah. That's true. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's something, I mean, the self-press social thing is almost like, I like surfing, so I'm just going to go and and like hang out with a bunch of people who are surfing and I care about the surfing, but like, I guess I'll just meet a bunch of people while I'm there. Mm-hmm. It's like not even, it's like indiscriminate, like what? Like indiscriminate is the word I would use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you don't even know. Like I, I just, I, that's like mind boggling to me. Cause I think even with social self-press, there definitely is a sense of distance, but when you sit, like, I don't know. Yeah. The, the social self-press is still searching for something specific in Mm -hmm. that realm and so when you find it you lock on and it's sacred it's important with selfless social it just sort of feels like yeah like I have some friends that like I I have at work and then I have like people over there and then there's this friend and yeah we never talk but like she's my best friend and it's just kind of (laughs) like what the hell are you doing yes you know (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) is it that that so self-press social at least it feels like to me um, self-press social friendships can come from these shared activities, like, like either people you played sports with or you worked with and that you were just around. Like the whole yeah, idea of like the office, you know, that show. Totally. That's like relationships yeah. that come out of yes. working together and um, that sort of work drama is seems like SPSO world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Well, I was going to say, like, the people that I'm pursuing as friendships, I, there's this sense of, like, who am I going to break bread with? Like, who am I going to, like, who am I going to go self-press for, basically? Um, it, it's, it is this sense of, like, communion and, and ceremony, I guess, to, to, to reference um, what John was saying earlier. That seems um, really intense. <laughs> it is really intense. Oh, it's totally really intense. And yeah, I, yeah. again, this is one of the jealousies that I have with social middle because I see how like easily acquired yeah. it seems to be. And I'm just like, how am I so lonely? How do I feel yes, so lonely exactly. and unsatisfied all the time? And these people are just like casually, you know, like yeah. you just call seven people up that you barely know and have a great time with them. Yeah, and that's like, I what the fuck? Understand. Like, I, I like, oh. yeah, like I only want people that I can like bear my soul to, that I can like yes. cry to, that will hold all the precious parts of me. And if it's not that, I'm like, I don't, we can work around each other, but I'm not gonna, like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. What is the point? That's what are we doing? Like, it, it feels like, like such a strange shallow experience or something and again i've actually i have close friendships with self-press social people oh yeah me too Mm -hmm. but yeah exactly it's what is the point what are we doing uh oh i just called up my friends oh i'm gonna go oh like like the self-press social cottage weekends like yeah me and 700 other people we like rented a cottage on this lake and we all went canoeing and like did, unless you had an orgy, don't tell me any more of the story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, I don't, I don't get this. Okay, some of my, <laughs> some of my favorite like ways to spend my social energy like I don't often have social energy let's be real but some of the times that I have it and the way I want to spend it is kind of with like frivolous let's just go get coffee. It's easy. I am going to see you for an hour and then I'm going to leave and uh, we're not going to discuss the weight of the universe. We're just going to discuss, you know, how our weeks went. Just kind of like, you don't ever have that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. That sounds terrible. I have that, yeah, I I have that yeah. 
passing with people at work. Like, oh, how's your weekend? And it's just like, uh, I would rather kill myself than have this conversation. Yeah. I don't want to talk like, about how my weekend, weekend went. <laughs> yeah. So wait, <laughs> Nancy, to- <clears throat> Nancy, it's is that like you consider those people acquaintances or they're like actual friends? I would consider them friends. Okay. If the I want to hang out with that- you at all, you're a friend. Okay. But you just have, you know, like conversations about like just life, how how it's right. Going. I have tears. I have tears of friends. Right. Tell us about your tears, please. Where am I? Oh. <laughs> you? <laughs> hmm. At see, you guys That's... kind of are a weird tear though, because I never really see you, but I bear my soul to you. So it's kind mm. of like you guys are a separate. You're not on the tier system. Mm. Mm, sounds um, pretty social to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did it, fellas. We transcended the tier. Yeah. Yes. All you bitches have social, and you're doing it every <clears throat> week, and then you can't have social all the time. Fuck off you. <laughs> we're just doing social. We don't give a fuck about it, though. That's We're doing uh, it, but we don't care. They just never think. Sacrilege. They right, never think. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out Joseph doing social sexual in this call. Social oh, totally. Ball, social blue balls. And unless you had an orgy, I don't want to hear about it. No, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. The most <laughs> sexual. <laughs> well, it's played, and that's a sexual middle, too. I find that even self Oh, yeah. Totally. Dude, yeah. That's what I mean. Just yeah. like I have a dick in my pocket, here it is. Whoop! Like, just, like total. I've got one dick in my pocket. It's dick in a box. <laughs> so, it's just, and also, um, social sexual does like, hey guys, like we're all friends, so we should have our own language. Let's like make up no. names for each other. When I was oh in high school, God. I had. Oh yeah, no. Even actually, even in elementary school, like if I was, it would be like recess, and like if there were two recesses where I was with the same people, I was like, guys, what are we called? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> because like we're we're a unit now, and it's, it's not exhausting. about like it's, uh, but it's like it's fun. It's just kind of like okay, like it is you know, fun. we need to like you know have a crest, <laughs> like a badge of arms. Let's design it. Like who's gonna be on it? Who's the president? Me. Okay. Oh like God. you know what I mean? Just it, it's all like. <laughs> Again, I say I'm making myself sound like a teenager, and I'm I'm really not. If anybody knows me, I'm actually like a stick in the mud. But if there is something with social sexual and just like mm-hmm. all that stupid stuff that teenagers do, um, so and they sort of get stuck there. Yeah. Hmm? Did you name the Enneagram or Dark Arts Academy Dark Arts Academy? No, that was actually a Mecca. <laughs> and then, you did that. Is that that's isn't that? Yeah. I was going to tell me that's a Harry Potter thing. Yeah, it, it is. is. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I was not aware of that. But, but. <laughs> it's it's very sure. okay, no. Alexander, you oh, ruined it. I was sure. going to tell them. That name sounds really social. I'm not going to say anything. I just like it. We're going to go with it. I mean, I like it. But I just thought like, oh, okay, this is what they're naming it. Oh, the Dark Arts Academy. And then I was just like, oh, that's a Harry Potter thing. And I was like, oh, I... I no I knowledge of that. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't advertise for that. We got to do that in David's Trifix thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to do that. I was like, oh, <clears throat> I mean, it's getting a niche Potter, market. You have to do some social, right? Like the three of us have learned that I've been kind of forcing social for year after year, and it's just kind of like uh, you have to like this. It's a it is a social exercise to to get people into a membership. So. I love that mm, Emeka stumbled into a Harry Potter reference. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like yeah, I think part of like, monk. I think yeah. part of like naming stuff is is uh, I mean we're all three working on it, so it has to be a name that's uh, somehow triangulates on every everything. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, so like I wouldn't call something academy, but that's a Joseph no. word. So it's a me it, word. Yeah, it, it works just for. Yeah, it, it has that's to be really funny. flippant, 
you know, enough for me not to be mm-hmm. ashamed of it, but also uh, well, no, professional enough. It, so. yeah. <laughs> we should tell that the story of when we, I had uh, my ex work on our logo, right? And so it was the three of us, whatever it was, a couple of years ago, trying to make this logo work. And we're all four fixed like bitches. So it was like, how, <laughs> how is this aesthetic going to work? But it was very much just like, like, you know, me, me and another social sexual like presenting something and then being like, it's a little bright. And it'd be like, okay, <laughs> I need colors in this. And they're like, what about like the color of like a bruise, like death? And I was like, okay, purple. Like, like we were sitting there trying to balance. If you look at the logo now, you see this like perfect combination of like blurry social blind like death with like social sexual sparkle. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm looking at it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so funny. I didn't know the story behind that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we had to like think of you know because David's got seven four. I've got a seven wing with the four fix. So there's like there's a color scheme that integrates all the colors that we like, and I yeah, think we found it is like very seven four. Uh, like um somebody's collage who kind of embodied that color scheme, and then we gave Joseph's ex boyfriend um the collage to sort of seed the the color scheme for the logo, and it came out. And we made some adjustments, of course, but it came out pretty nice. Yeah, it's great. You know, one thing I wanted to get into is the social sexual versus social self-pres viewpoint on ideology or politics. Like, I know some social sexual types that still do care about that realm. But, um, yeah, can you guys talk about, like, your relationship to politics or ideology and what you've noticed in contrast to the other social stacking? Um, I mean, I can say right away, like, I remember... I don't remember where I said this and I think Joseph and I mentioned it in the episode that we did together, but I see social self-pres are the, are the ones in office and the ones in, like in protests and stuff like that, like leading movements, either, you know, on like, what do I say? Like for the empire or for the rebellion basically is mm. social self-pres mm-hmm. and it's like Martin Luther King, it's Malcolm X, it's Hitler. <laughs> if you want to see the other side of that. And then I think social sexual, and Joseph, you can take over, is the more, how do we get everybody involved? Like, how do we make this like a sexy thing for people to want to be involved in? So that's where you have like all the rappers and all like Tupac is a social sexual. Mm -hmm. And it was very well known for speaking towards like the matters that needed to be talked about. Yeah, there's something about being self-pressed blind again that like if you're... Like, how do I put this? Again, if I use the metaphor of adolescence with social sexual, really because it's seven-ish and like sevens are just kids. But like, you do care about stuff. Like teenagers do care about stuff. But then it's just like, oh, can you believe he didn't text me in three days? Like you just, you you, you <laughs> kind of, you move away from it at a certain point. And, and do you have the necessary grounding to establish that you care about some kind of social movement for more than a week? That you're actually going to like, like, again, doing things like being in office or protesting, it requires a sense of stability and a sense of grounding in something that that isn't just going to slip away. Like John, again, the thing you said about being expendable, like there's something about social sexual that things just slip, mm-hmm. go through. And, and, and so with self-pres second, it's like, I, this is my thing. I care about this. I'm going to keep caring about this. Um, and it's one-ish, right? Whereas with social mm-hmm. sexual, it is, it's like, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I don't, I don't have the necessary, like, I don't, I'm not a bricklayer. I'm not going to sit there and go piece by piece to build what needs to be built when you do those kinds of things. Um, 
I don't have those resources available to me easily. That's mm, kind of how mm-hmm. I see it. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I see. I see social sexual also as just like delivering it in a different way. Like Miley Cyrus is like very outspoken about her social causes, but she's just like, you know, dancing around and, yeah, and just right. like stirring up drama. And like, I don't really know mm. what the Dixie Chicks did, but I remember, I, I don't know, some thing, some like naked thing that they did and everyone was really mad about it. I literally yeah, they, know nothing they, about they it. They criticized uh, the war in Iraq or something. Yeah, it's so really there you lightly. go. And that And that feels like, that felt like a kind of social sexual way of addressing a social cause you know it's like the more like the more playful accessible um attractive like shiny thing that will appeal to making it cool that's perfect yeah making it cool whereas like the more boring practical like uh like real on the ground pushing comes from it's on the ground yeah yeah, so, you have to be on the ground to do those things, and that's something that social sexual is not good at. Yeah, exactly. So a, a good example is like uh, AOC, who's a – is she a senator? She's a senator. She's a okay, congresswoman. Um, and what she was able – the kind of attention – yeah, she she was mm-hmm. able to – she's a type one, but she's she likely has a social sexual stacking. But mm-hmm. look at like what kind of attention she was able to bring to those issues because of her ability to hook people on social media and – it's it's it does have like this young ish mm-hmm. quality to it where she is trendy or she yeah is, cool. what are they cool, called cool. The, the the squad or something mm-hmm. so it's yeah. like the cool yeah. kids yeah. yeah yeah there you oh. go yeah and uh, the again, stuffy the stuffy yeah. self pressers hate it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's interesting yeah, to look at like squad. somebody uh, who has social sexual who is all about politics how they're going about getting things done. Yeah. Um, I was going to say one thing because we were shitting on self-press social for a bit. <laughs> is that 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 shitting anger jealousy thing really does come from just an envy. It really does just come from a jealousy. And I do have self-press social friends and can, you know, like and have close relationships with with uh, with self-press social. My sister is self-press social and so is my dad. And one thing that they do bring in having a social middle is they, they allow me to kind of relax the stakes, like being social Mm. dominant, the social stakes are so high. It is just life or death. And if it's not exact hitting at exactly the right note, I assume I don't have it and that I'm just like being starved. So there is like a way that I can like relax and just like allow those stakes to be lower and yeah, just kind of chill out. <laughs> it doesn't always have to hit her back walls. <laughs> <laughs> it is envy. Envy is the spice of life, as we all know. Um, right. Well, it's because when you see somebody that is doing something that you care about so much, so effortlessly, it's sort mm-hmm. of like a Salieri syndrome. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're just like, oh, my God. Like, yes. You know, how the fuck, like you just, you're, you're, and then you're, you're kind of down on your, you feel pathetic or whatever, because you're like, why do I care about this so much? Like why Aww. this is a me problem? You know what I mean? Cause you're like, I'm the one that's, you know, or, or you're right. What's wrong you with me? Like, yeah. What's wrong with me? And then, and then why, like, it's the kind of, yeah, if I'm not getting what I need, I'm just going to stay home. But then you're like, but I'm lonely. And yeah, those 70 people are at the cottage, like doing whatever the fuck they're doing. Why can't <laughs> I just kind of join in? And there's some forced stuff here too that I'm kind of, you know, but still it's, it's just kind of like, you know, yeah, you, you do try to make yourself lower the stakes 
sometimes because it doesn't need to be all or nothing. Um, and, and sometimes you do get a little spark when, when you talk about your weekend for a couple of minutes with some stupid nothing that you hate at work. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it really can develop into like a close friendship or into, into like a close social connection. It's just the approach is different. And when yeah. the approach is not the same as mine, I just assume it's not available to me. So, you know, all of that is to say that the social blinds are the kings of the universe. Oh, my God. Kings I fucking knew universe. you were going to do this. A little isolated <laughs> oh king. Oh, okay. So that reminds me of... <laughs> kings, with me of... No, kings with no ceremonies. Oh my no God. kingdom. <laughs> Who are your people? <laughs> yeah, for real. You're kingdom just heathens. <laughs> heathens is what you are. Um, my last comment on, on because obviously John and I have opposite stacking. So I am social dominant and he is social blind. And he is social do sexual dominant and I am sexual blind. One thing about that polarity that I think really works, because we mentioned this earlier, I think the reason that that polarity can really work is because both of our, both sacred spaces of either party can keep their sacred space without someone like fucking with it, basically. Mm. Without mm. someone like undermining That's it. That's interesting. That's a, yeah, that's interesting way to look at it. I say it it's just like mean? we, well, because like if that's I true. was sexual middle, you might be more, oh, yeah. you might like come at me harder because I'm just like playing around with your sacred zone. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. You know, and so like we're playing around in the same zone <laughs> that we don't care about, which is, which is Nancy well, and David's zone. So well, take that guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but, I mean, way I'd put it as this opposite, like we're both trad and uh -huh. uh, like, you know, getting in touch with my social instinct with you beside you know besides like your body stuff like that uh like getting right. in touch with really? butter. Spring, yeah <laughs> butter buttering her fruits buttering her fruits <laughs> koala fruits um with, uh, besides the butter of fruits um oh my god it's <laughs> come on man Sorry, i'm losing my metal. come on i'm losing my focus god. here um <laughs> uh no but like the social instinct like like enhances my sexual instinct and like makes mm -hmm. it more complete and mm -hmm. i think uh bringing her, the sexual instinct to our relationship makes her social instinct feel much more mm -hmm. clear uh, deep and... and clear and touched and stuff and then like i don't even uh, like self-pres like yeah we like we'll like eat out or whatever or butter fruits but like you know, there's a lot of like that. There's a meeting just like in our, just in the in the body. You know, with each other, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, you know, Alexandra often references that capacity to just be in the same room with someone mm -hmm. uh, without needing to engage as like a real kind of metric for safety and intimacy. And and like you know, we can do that, or we can do that like just holding each other. And it's like it's you know, we don't need to be like. Hey, what's going on? Or you know, whatever. You know, we don't need to be talking or something. But it's like, that's a. It, I don't know. There's a really interesting thing there because, like, I mean, before Alexander brought up our differences, like, I was just thinking about it'd be the, the the kind of polarities that the Baba Chakra represents would be interesting to explore those in like detail. Mm -hmm. There's there's a lot more to delve into with that symbol. One thing about just a quick comment about social and social blind working because I've said this and part of it is. Um, based on what Alexander said. It, I mean, I don't think it works with every blind spot thing. Yeah, I agree. Social yeah. and social blind, it works because it's almost like, why should there only be one eight in every room kind of thing? It's like socials are thinking about hierarchy and, and things and they, they do kind of want to, there is something about being the person who's doing that in a space and the other people don't care because it's now, it's, mm -hmm. it is your kingdom in a way. Um, 
and there's something about social blinds don't care. Um, if you have a bunch of social self-pressed people in a room, it's just kind of like there, there's a there's a clash of energy sometimes that's that's mm-hmm. just aggravating. Why you know we all care so much about this, but everybody has a different way, and social has a super ego element too. So we all have these different ways that you're supposed to do social, and I'm extraordinarily specific about how I think everybody should do social around me. And if there's somebody else that <laughs> is that way too, I'm just going to be like you piece of shit right so it's easier if somebody mm-hmm. doesn't really care and or like i give them some kind of social cue and they take it and oh yeah whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah you get to be yeah you get to maintain your sacred spot yeah be in charge of it yeah king joseph <laughs> king finally joseph. yes <laughs> yeah we got a lot of sound bites from this one yeah we got to get yeah, I like that blue balls thing because like, yeah. that's yeah, how I good. deal with sexual middles. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think we should do. I mean, do whatever you guys want. I think it would be fun for the dominant instincts to shit on the middle instincts with all three. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think that would be fun because I get very irritated when people are uh, frivolous with self-present money. Mm. But why? It doesn't matter. I gotta work my little job and make a little money in my bank account. Gotta eat my food. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, who's gonna in my balance blankets. their account when they fuck up? Money is Cottage boring color. unless you're spending it. Oh, I gotta go to sleep now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Shut impression. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. It'll be a, a boxing ring. Series yeah, of boxing ring matches. Fun. Yeah, that's really fun. Uh, okay. Is that it? Anything else? Do your dinner, Nancy. I will go eat my dinner. I can fucking smell it. <laughs> Self-press socials. <laughs> okay, bye. All right, bye. All right, Later. guys, bye.